Hello and welcome to Wine Blast. I'm Susie Barry and as ever I'm here with my husband and fellow master of wine, Peter Richards. And this is a big moment because it's the last episode of Series 1. Mm, 30 episodes. You know, it's been a roller coaster ride, hasn't it? <laughs> um, important to say straight away though that Series 2 is going to be starting... Immediately. Immediately. Um, in fact, it's already started, I think, hasn't uh, well, it? Well, the planning well, is there. The planning has started. So, yep. you know, we've got some really, really exciting plans. So uh, can't wait to share those with you. Uh, but we did want to take this opportunity just to say um, thank you, didn't we? We um, did. Firstly, mm-hmm. on a personal note, thank you from me, Peter, to you, Susie. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, I'm a bit personal. sorry. I'm 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 lost for words. <laughs> Red letter that's a, day. That's a rare occasion. <laughs> so, so so yes, yes. On that one, which note? Sorry for all my snide insults and remarks. And pants wearing. What? Pants I think we know what we're talking about. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Our I listeners know what we're talking about. For that one. Um, yeah, thank you. But but also thank you. Yes, to you, our lovely listeners, uh, who have so kindly. Tuned in, um, subscribed, supported us in so many different ways. Sent us encouraging messages, often written positive ratings and reviews. Thank yeah. you. You know, I mean, it's... absolutely. I totally, yeah. totally second that. I mean, launching Mind Blast, it has been a real learning curve for us, hasn't yeah, it? So and everybody's learning. come on that yeah. ride with us. Um, <laughs> it's had its ups and downs, uh, but it's something we'd wanted to do for a long time because we just love audio and radio mm. and we think it, it we think it's frankly the the probably the best medium for wine because it's yeah. intimate um, yeah. it's it's evocative it's fun um but it was nerve-wracking and it was challenging mm. taking mm. kind of that leap into the unknown and it really was unknown yeah, totally but what's made it so worthwhile and enjoyable, hasn't it? Has been has been the kind of the reactions, the interactions, the, interactions, the engagement, I think, the, yeah, you know, yeah, the, the support, support. And, and really just the general wine love out there, um, which I think we feed off and which we really, really appreciate. And yeah. that's what it's all about at the end of the day, isn't it? It's all about spreading the wine love, you know, making things fun, but allowing things to be serious when 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 they need to be. Yeah, and that's um, that's what this I think this last show is of the series is, oh, well is about. Well done for moving it on. Yeah. Seamlessly as ever. <laughs> moving along. No, it's, well, it, it, it's not going to be a long one, yep. um, but um, I'm that's saying that Did as that much to us as, as, as our <laughs> listeners. But we wanted to have a, just a very brief recap, indulge us. We wanted mm. to recap on our highlights from this series. And then... Probably more importantly, we also wanted to answer some of the many questions that have come in, which we haven't been able to answer mm. before, yeah, before yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. We so, so as well as expressing locked. gratitude, we need to apologise. So sorry uh, for not getting around to answering all of your questions and queries. Um, we, we wanted to address them all. Um, um, it, you know, and also we wanted to do some now in the hope it will encourage more questions because we we do love them really, don't we? Oh, we love them. You know, we, we love them particularly when um, when they're sent to us on on Speakpipe, exactly. Which is, which is very easy to do. Um, all you have to do is just to go onto our website, go onto the show notes or the podcast homepage. Uh, it's on susieandpeter.com and you'll find that orange button, that orange Speakpipe button. All you have to do, even I can do it, which is saying something because I'm a terrible technophobe. But you just just click on it, record your message, and send it to us. It's, it's as easy as that. It's so personal, but and, we, and then of course we can play it on the show. We can. You get to star on the show. But okay, so before we go down that route, though, which is is going to be fan- fantastic. Um, what's your personal highlights from series one? Well, I've been thinking about this, and uh, and I can't get away from that first episode on Australia. It seems um, like a completely different. 
well, it was a lifetime now. ago, wasn't it? Yeah. In, in, in so many ways. And, and when I remember. It was January, I think it was. It was January. And I remember being at the Australia January Day tastings with lots of other people when we could all yeah. be together and interviewing all those, those lovely Australians. And it was the time of the of the bushfires. So it was mm. a really difficult time for them. But everybody was so positive. And, and you know, and I just remember Troy, Troy Jones. And, you know, I think we bleeped him virtually most <laughs> of his interview first, out. He was our first bleep. So, Troy, you know. Big and up he, to you he on that. still has the record for the most bleeps. <laughs> it was a brilliant interview. Uh, and then the second one, I also I remember very very fondly that the, the you know wine can be a career. Oh one, yes. When we yeah. interviewed all these brilliant young people, yeah. you know Amika Zago really stood out for me as someone young, brilliant young woman uh, who had been given that that uh, head start. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, which is which is opposition um, by, by Holgan, yeah. and it was it yeah. was just people making their way in. And actually, yes, this can, wine can be a career. Yeah. it can be yeah. a second people, career. Actually, it can be a that's, third career. that's been one of our most popular episodes. It absolutely has, it? but yeah. for a good reason. Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. So then we moved on to our wine survival guides, didn't we? Mm, um, which uh, yeah. you know, we were, which were in lockdown, talking to so many people from all over the world about what they were going through. Um, mm. But I, th- I think you know, the one in in the UK here when we when we featured Alex Hunt from Berkman with the help for hospitality campaign mm-hmm. I, I love that episode and partly because of that beautiful music he let us play from his, his umbrella birds, his umbrella birds um, were amazing yeah, yeah, but you'll yeah. see the good work that they were doing with help for hospitality yeah, which, which- they're doing again now. They're doing they? it again now because, yeah, so, because so of the bye second bye lockdown. Bye so have a look at that. Berkman, Some great wines for, wines. For, for a really good cause. Well, I did like Justin's Magnum Jenga suggestion. <laughs> Justin to go Harris back to, Mead and his Magnum Jenga. And we did some good wine glass comparisons in there too, didn't we? We did, we did, <clears> we did, yeah. Let's yeah. not forget, you know, we went to, <clears throat> I'm going to try and get this right. So it's in the course of the Wine Survival Guides, yeah. we wanted to cover as much of the world as we could. We went to England, go on. Chile, Singapore, wow. China, USA, South Africa, Wales, Burgundy, Germany, Italy and Spain. Wow, virtually. And that was just in our sort of lockdown series. So, yeah, you know, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. And we had some freebies as well. You know, we, we had um, Pochiel's ebook and we had some free oh, wine as part wine, of our wine GB, GB judging, which judging Britain's that, best wine. And that, again, that led onto some lovely interaction. Um, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I can't help, though, um, just, just thinking about my highlights of uh, uh, mentioning the food, you obviously. Would, you would. I can't help that. That's where your head and we, we cooked some really fun stuff, didn't we, and, and tried wine. So we had our pork meatballs, which oh, are the Bill Granger meatballs. meatballs. Uh, what else did we do? We did homemade pizza with Aldi wines. Mm. Um, um, oh, I remember. Yeah, the wild garlic and asparagus risotto. Oh, that was that very was seasonal really at the time, wasn't it? Lovely. One for spring. It was. Yes, no, no more. Yeah, sausage pasta. Our, one of our staple weeknight uh, dishes. Uh, we did the lamb on the barbecue again in the middle the of summer. Um, and then I. Oh, and I think we did our prawn and monkfish curry. Did yeah. we? Yeah. yeah, I mean, this, this, I, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely salivating right now. Yeah, probably yeah, we dribbling. Need more. We need more. But, um, but wine producers have we featured? You know, just looking back, we've been so lucky. There've been some fantastic we? ones. I mean, Ridge, Dog Point, Molyneux, Mirlas, Dry River, Lustau, Jean-Marc Brocard, Casamarin, Doctor Lozen, uh, Miguel Torres, Vigna Tondonia, Close Sibon, Chateau Musard. I mean, that is quite a again, list. Again, talking isn't about it? salivating. That's oh. uh, we've we've covered quite a bit of ground and some brilliant producers. There, I think it we? covered. Yeah, it, it's definitely a sign of, of um, our favourite wines there, isn't mm. it? And uh, just, just, some just brilliant ones there. Y- equally, yeah. Going on from 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 Musard, um, the helpful Lebanon yeah. episode was actually one that made a big mark on us. I think wasn't it? It was yeah. a yeah. a time a when you interviewed time Michael after Karan. the explosion in Beirut, and Michael yeah. Karan was and fascinating, Mark and Mark Hoshar. You know what an amazing place, it's, what an amazing wine. It's been, it's and, been and really and interesting to be able to do those as episodes, which podcasts allow you to do at the moment in time when yeah. they really matter yeah. and when mm. those when those issues are we had absolutely at the to front that, of the we? news. Was, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for yeah. you know supporting and and um, the, you know I think I think they really appreciated it. Didn't absolutely. They? On on a kind of a lighter note, of course, there was the huge well not not lighter. I mean lighter and heavy uh, heavyweight uh, Hugh Johnson interview. Ah, yeah. I mean that your interview of 
with him was just that was I great, loved it. What was your favourite bits from that? Oh, you know, probably when he talked about in in um, when was it in in the Middle Ages or whatever the English used to be sozzled all the time. <laughs> William Pitt. Yeah. I love that. I, but also, actually, my, one of my favourite bits was when he talked about making things up for the wine atlas. Well, that was funny. I, I as mean, well, seriously, wasn't it? that was a revelation. I, don't you love him Hugh for Johnson that? makes stuff up, <laughs> but, but in the best. Probably does it you in know, style. I was going to say he probably makes <laughs> yeah. up something better than the original. Yeah. So I think know? who else did we feature? I mean, the, the names featured in that episode were, were worthy yeah. of a, a thing in themselves. What well, Elizabeth David, Andre Simon, Napoleon, yeah. Robert Parker. Yeah, Pitt, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Brilliant, no, brilliant. Great I mean, episode, yeah. And we also had lots of fun with our best white and red grape episodes, didn't we? I you think know, those have been the most um, extraordinary in terms of interaction. You know, the, yeah. there's been so much chat and so much fun chat, whether it's negative or positive, it's always been tongue in cheek, bit of fun. Um, it's what, and, we need, and what we need, what we need right passionate, now. but in a really properly passionate, yeah, fun way. Absolutely. Um, but it did, so uh, it the, the red one did lead on to Menthea Gate. Oh, there it? was the Menthea Gate, and I, yeah. I completely, you, hands up. You was proved totally wrong you about menthea. menthea and I job, did. job to swore our fellow job master of wine sent, sent you. Oh, sent me a bottle of menthea. I mean, I'm, well, I'm not starting, just any menthea. No, it was La Vittoriana, which it was new to me, new to us. By Raul Perez. Uh, it will lo- no longer ever be new to us, and we're desperately trying to get hold of it yeah, aren't right we? now, aren't um, we? It's nice to be proved wrong. Yeah, I, I'm very happy but Delicious that to be kind of proving wrong, wrong. <laughs> um, and also we did one about the favourite roses as well which was yeah. hilarious I mean just such a funny episode yeah. thanks to everyone who got took part in that you know but that that, that, led, led, that led on to, to this Alfred. brilliant didn't it it's tasting led by philosophy teacher Alfred hello Alfred if you're listening big shout out to you and also your gang of crack tasters well this, uh, this is we should explain this was a girls school <laughs> where um, where we had the one of the, the philosophy teacher contacted us and said would we join in on their wine club it um, was a, we, we were privileged form wine club and, and they we, were uh, we amazing. It. It's so, so interesting, so brilliant. Really, ex- you know, yeah. expressing themselves perfectly. It was just it was really great fun. to see yeah. brilliant people spreading the wine love, learning and engaging in, with it in in such an amazing way. Absolutely. So big shout out to you guys. So um, what else in lockdown? I mean, I suppose there was the champagne one, wasn't there? With, uh, with Nick one. from the, the finest bubble. That was bubble. funny, with all the messages that they were sending, sending out, out with their like, champagne bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sending out a bottle of champagne and saying, stop moaning. <laughs> <laughs> Cheer up! Um, so yeah, no, that was that was uh, fun. We, now we tasted the big brands, didn't we? Um, uh, that was Actually, Henry didn't get didn't get the uh, Henry kudos. Watson he, didn't get Henry, his mention there. Hello, did Henry. He? He you suggested done, yes. we we lined up the big brands to taste them, so you were responsible for that episode. Uh, quotes included: "Shoot me now," and "and oh dear no." <laughs> Um, but I did it wasn't enjoy all bad. that. That was wasn't fun. all bad. No, it was, well, it was found good some to find. really good yeah. value wines, which I think is always uh, good important. to find the ones that are really um, good. And yeah. then just lately, we did our wine festival online one, didn't we? Yeah. Which uh, was our last episode, which was really exciting. Of course, um, it's to do with our online wine festival, which is coming up now on the twenty eighth of November. So join uh, we in would the love wine you festival to join in the wine Obviously, it's available globally because it's an online one. If you want the wines, you probably have to be in the UK though. But please do. We've got some fantastic competitions as well running as well. We have. So, Indeed, so the wine festival.co.uk, as you said. Now, there were some funny moments as well, weren't there? Some yeah. particular funny moments. I think there um, were. So we're going to, I think, which, just uh, really quickly mention these. Yeah, and people can follow follow them up if they want. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I well, Bolly Broadbent singing Always Look on the Bright Side of Life was 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 a highlight was for me. A, it was a, very a, funny, a, very funny. Uh, we did get to mention our mums, didn't we? We did. We'd mentioned Hi, our mums. mums. Um, um, not that that's particularly funny. Talked but, about our uh, first date. 
We did. Um, again, that's probably not the funniest. <laughs> well, I think there was an accusation. It's funny for everybody else. It was, it was more embarrassing for me. Uh, David um, Beckham got a lot of mentions in, in a particular couple I blame of episodes. You. And Kylie Minogue got, got, got a fair she bit of airing indeed. as well, just she to did. balance things and, up. And I think I asked you at one point, are you a village level, a premier crew or a grand crew husband? <laughs> I'm not sure did you one. answer? I think we will let our listeners make up their minds about that. And I, I please don't write in. Um, just moving <laughs> things on, we were rude about Muse, weren't we, the rock band? Were um, we? And we mentioned Pink Floyd Bingo. Um, which there we go. There's a bit of everything so, here, you know, isn't there? Uh, Rosé wine and Pink Floyd Bingo. We've had Bingo. Drinking Buddies. We've had Blasphemous Dutch Expressions. Uh, we've had Personalised Portaloos mentioned. I think we leave it on Personalised Portaloos. Shall we? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So That's time enough of that. So, so, so let's move on. Let's answer some questions. So the first question came from uh, Sally in Dubai. and Hi, she Sally. said. Oh, hi, Sally. I, I don't know what you saying. I thought you were, you were telling me I was wrong. Um, do you think uh, I was calling anyway. you Sally? Yeah, yeah I did. Hi, Sally. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, it's Susie. Let's, let's, shall, shall we, shall we it, start again? Let's start that one again. The first one came from Sally in Dubai. Hi, Sally. And uh, Sally said, I'm enjoying your podcast so much. I'm not very experienced, but learning loads. I even coached my dad into what a podcast was so that he can listen to. Anyway, so her question is, Sally's question... Finding wine in Dubai at a price you don't need a small mortgage for is tough. But working for an airline meant that, until recently, I could travel to indulge and bring back some uh, some rather clinky suitcases. I know that feeling. Um, I travel with a lot more socks than my feet need. I do the I same with pants. <laughs> do you know? I do. Obviously, the travel industry has been pretty hard hit, like the hospitality industry too. One thing that really keeps me going is planning my next trip. So my question is, where would you recommend to be a great place to go for a wine tasting holiday or even a wine experience? Visiting a few vineyards, tastings, great food, etc. Somewhere I can learn, have a variety of tastings and somewhere to really keep me going during these hard times. Good question. Thank you, Sally. And I think the reason we've been slow is we almost thought we could do a whole programme in this, didn't we? We really um, did, yeah. I mean, we it's definitely, endless. you know, all need a bit of this vicarious escapism, especially now. So even yeah. if it's just imaginary. Yeah. So we wrote a piece, didn't we, for the Sunday Times not too long, not ago, too long ago about yes. this. And um, we chose our top three each, didn't exactly. we? Exactly. We had six to choose. So, so I chose uh, the Casablanca Valley. Uh, in, in Chile. Chile wonderful place it's near Santiago so quite easy to fly in and just hop across in an hour um, on the coast isn't it it's on the coast so you know you can you can get very it's very close to Valparaiso the UNESCO World Heritage Site city uh, which has some amazing sort of hotels and it's really sort of uh, beautiful the wine box hotel there's Matatich staying nearby there's Bodegas Rey in Casablanca there's so many really interesting wine producers things to do good 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 call that Rioja was my second one oh, I can't miss Rioja is oh, it oh Rioja is one of the yeah. Most beautiful wine regions. Logroño is where you tend to go, but stay in Haro, visit Lopez de Heredia, Rioja Alta, Roda, Muga. There's the Batalla del Vino one normally. Uh, mm. I'm not sure when that will next be happening. There's no. the there's Marques de Risca with the Gary, Calatrava. It's just oh, it's incredible, isn't Rocky's it? It's just amazing. Really and then incredible. and then I also did Bordeaux, including Saint Emilion. You know, often overlooked, I think. But these another days, world heritage. It is, isn't it? And I think it's it's um it's become much more visitor friendly recently. Um, you know, Bordeaux city has been transformed. The waterfront's been transformed. Uh, there's the Cité du Vin, which is amazing. Darwin Museum. Development. Uh, exactly. Well, it's a sort of museum attraction. Sort of wine, it's, it's not. Wine. A, I mean, if you look at it, you wouldn't say museum. It wouldn't no, be your first no, no, thing because no, it's, no, it's stunning. Uh, but then there's Santa and, and visiting Santa Emilion, You know, such a beautiful place. Um, amazing places to eat, and, and obviously chateaus to visit. So those those were my top. Those three. were your top three at the time, weren't they? Why and yours? I now I chose Tasmania, which um, I'd been to pretty recently, and uh, I loved it just for its open landscapes. It's 
laid back people, gorgeous cellar doors to go and visit. I mean, it really is just like another part of the well it's another part of the world but it's just like going somewhere totally different uh, then coming much closer to home I actually chose Kent let's dream of Kent yeah yeah I mean I think so many so many UK wine operations now are doing brilliant tourism um, yeah. offerings tourist offerings uh, but Kent seems perhaps at the moment the most joined up or certainly it has been until recently so the wine garden of England um, there's the pig at Bridge Place to stay at there's Hush Heath there's Domain Evermond uh, which is still just a vineyard obviously Chapel Down, Gusborne, Simpsons, just brilliant places to visit. And then finally I went a little bit more exotic and um, holiday-ish and went for Santorini mm, um, which, uh, which of, we are yeah. oh, you know what a place that is. We went for our 10th wedding anniversary didn't we a holiday and we was I felt so lucky it was just incredible so they've got incredible restaurants, the the beautiful sunset, the gorgeous yeah, Asiatico yeah. wines uh, you know really um yeah, so three completely I think you even managed places. to recommend a donkey beer, didn't you? From donkey Santa beer. Okay. Donkey beer. You, you, you know, like, what's, what's a... life without a donkey <laughs> beer? So we also, I mean, you know, we added the caveat that, that just choosing three each was virtually impossible. Virtually impossible, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So where else would you, I mean, where else thing you is, go? You know, I mean, South Africa definitely has to be on that list, even yeah. though it's difficult at the moment. Um, the Doro Valley, classic as well, yeah. you know. Where Burgundy. Else? I mean, Burgundy, I mean, of course. Burgundy's you know, the classics of champagne, cycle. you know, Loire champagne. Yeah. Uh, there's so many places just in France. Frankly, Alsace, of course, is yeah. classic. Tuscany. Um, Tuscany yeah, is incredible. Montalcino is just um, Piedmont. But then, and it depends Sicily. What you, yeah, Sicily. Well, yeah. <laughs> depends what you want as well. If you want something a, a completely different as well, a little bit uh, more yeah. quirky, then somewhere like Georgia is is an incredible mm, place to visit yeah, as well. So there, there's loads. Dalmatian but, coast. You know, yeah. Croatia making some... And we went to Jerez not, not too long ago, didn't oh, and we? That and that was, was just magical. Uh, yeah, yeah. So essentially, pretty much wherever <laughs> wine is made, um, you'll find it's a beautiful place. Yeah. Though. I, I, I mean, I mostly you do, though, don't you? One wine thing we tends would to say, be made in beautiful to maybe places. to conclude, is, is this is a never-ending discussion, but we'd love to hear your suggestions for your favourite wine destinations. Maybe someone we haven't mentioned, maybe a different side to the ones that yeah. we have. Uh, and sure we'd love to hear that and um, get your views we as well. But thank you for the question, Sally. Brilliant to even just to be able to think about, dream so, of these places. So another question. Now, and the question was from Felicity. So Felicity wrote to say, my boyfriend Greg and I absolutely love your Wine Blast podcast series. Thank you, Felicity. Um, it's his birthday in a couple of weeks. Now, um, we, we missed that, miss clearly. That. So sorry, sorry, Felicity. And more importantly, <laughs> sorry, Greg. Uh, but here's a shout maybe out. Maybe this is for the next one. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe exactly. Sorry, um, Greg. So, so uh, Felicity says, Greg is a huge fan of New World Chardonnay. Um, she, she writes, whilst I've always thought nothing can be a Le Fleuve Montaigne, we've been so impressed with the value for money from California. Uh, bread and butter is currently our favourite bargain. Uh, Greg absolutely loves the Kershaw Chardonnay and would love to widen the South African repertoire along with any other New World suggestions you have. So I suppose in short, the, quest the request would be New World value for money buttery Chardonnays. Over to you. Okay, well, we've got one top of our list, haven't we? Um, it's mm. Creation Chardonnay from South Africa. The, currently nine ninety nine at Majestic. It's one of their sort of newer, newer lines, mm, and it is in our wine festival online case mm. that we have put together with Majestic, and we are hosting that masterclass for Majestic on the twenty eighth of November. Yeah. So you can head to our website, thewinefestival.co.uk co.uk our wine festival website and sign up for that if you want to so you'd get that in your case yeah. so that is a south african chardonnay that we really love and Which definitely fits that brief really fits that bill of buttery and, and lovely There's the other another one is the bellingham homestead chardonnay um, 2017 which is about 11 pounds at tesco nice yeah. big buttery 
Where uh, else in South Africa? Yeah. So, um, well, just any general. Mirlust yeah. is a name that Mirlust, we cannot yeah. ignore. Hamilton um, Russell, I yeah. think, is one of my favourites. Uh, Crystalum. Crystalum is yeah. good, yeah. Where else? Uh, Cape Chamonix, I visited not too long ago. Amazing. De Morganson, Stairhouse, Ataraxia. Iona? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're good. Iona. Elgin. There's a couple in Elgin, Elm and Kirk, Oak Valley. Uh, another, actually, another one from. Um, uh, Walker Bay area, sort of Newton Johnson family vineyard, oh, Chardonnay, which yes. is it's more expensive. It's twenty one pounds at the wine society, the wine but that's society lovely. Have that, don't they? Um, yeah. Actually, one we've just tasted is the Thelema Chardonnay, yeah. um, which is again South African yeah. and I thought really good, a mm. really good mix of. It's not quite maybe as buttery as you're talking mm. about. It's more sort more of toasty. savory, toasty Burgundian, but it is a beautiful, beautiful Chardonnay. And the, the, the cheap ones, the Sutherland, which is yeah. maybe is more buttery. Yeah, um, but I think the the, the Thelema the, the, the one. proper proper. We're talking it were, about sort of is, nutty is and, and, and savory. Um, the Dog Point Chardonnay is one of our classic yeah. favourites. Absolutely oh, that is amazing. Just, if you like a real kind of struck match style yeah. of, of Chardonnay, and the, the, also at the wine society, the Kumu River hand harvested yeah. Chardonnay, also from New yeah. Zealand, ten to about eleven quid is but, is, is but really there is good. one there is one Chardonnay, isn't it, that we we have to so we, we've said Kimu River we know yeah brilliant yeah. but um, one Chardonnay we have to mention at Felicity is Phileas Chardonnay uh, which yeah. is at Majestic and Waitress we have bought cases of that this year it is just one of our absolute favourites at the moment it's not what I describe as super buttery but it is a delicious amazing Chardonnay it's more sort of nutty tasty yeah, and but great even, value but, for but money it's so del- delicate it's just worth trying it's in the Majestic case as well for our uh, wine festival online it is yeah so, so yeah. you can try them side by side and yeah. see what you like so yeah. there we go do it there we go. Uh, so right I've got, we've got another question haven't we this is a little bit shorter Tommy wrote uh, and said I'm a huge fan of your podcast and a London som so sommelier wine waiter I would love to hear wine a waiter. Greek well I'm trying wine to waiter. make sure that everybody knows what we're talking about I think so, sommeliers um, are going to be throwing darts at your image well the, sommeliers are so much yes, more yes of course they are of course they are but I'm simplifying it <laughs> let's just call them a I som. think Tommy will forgive me <laughs> Um, I would love to hear. So Tommy says, I would love to hear a Greek focused episode at some point. Mm. He says, grapes, value, UK suppliers. And then he says, keep up the great work. Mm. We'll do our best, Tommy. Um, So it's a really good idea. Really good idea. I mean, I think it's probably something we should look at doing uh, possibly in series two. We love Greek wines, don't we? We do, Um, yeah. We love the the grapes that came up recently in our whites and reds. You know, the Sirtico, Agiogitico, Moscofilero, Sinomavro. I never get that pronunciation, that one, right? But, you know, there's there's so much there to discover. They're just different. Completely different, aren't Um, they? And there's some great great, uh, firms bringing Greek wines in. Things like Southern Wine Roads, the lovely uh, Maria. I think they sell through Kudos wines. Uh, eclectic wines eclectic, also yeah. brilliant. We we love them. And, and uh, Malt being Greek, I think, are one on our radar. That and then one that, that that we that is perhaps better known as the Wine Society have a, have a great yeah, range. I mean, but I would say at the moment, wouldn't you, that that you know most most retailers, most merchants will have a couple of Greek wines. So you know, good just ones should give them a go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the last is it's not really a question, but it's feedback uh, from Sally in Frontex. A message we've just received. And it's quite, it's touched us, Another hasn't it? Um, yeah. So f- she said, um, first off, I just want to say I love your podcast. Uh, I make wine here in Fronsac, Chateau Georges Sept, uh, having bought a dilapidated property a few years ago with a 35-year-old vineyard. I love hearing about wine from other regions and love your style of presenting and lots of wine-related stuff to keep me connected with what's going on in the wine world. Congratulations. It's very approachable, fun and digestible. Thank you, Sally. But, and but there's always a but, it's a big but, but I listened but. to your best ever red grape episode recently and there... I was rather upset. I wonder if we've got any sort of sentimental music we could start playing at that at this point. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> it um, reminds me, yes. Just, yes. just imagine that maybe. While I knew Merlot would not feature in the top three, 
too many darn Pinot Noir fans in the world. I was busy capsuling, labelling Chateau Georges Sepp, making up boxes all on my tod and counting how many hundred were left to do and slowly getting more and more dismayed at how the magnificent Merlot was so totally overlooked. I have 100% Merlot wines, 100% Merlot vines, so not a lot of choice of what to make. And ended the afternoon so depressed that I gave up work fearing that no one would drink the wine I'd just been labelling as no one likes Merlot. But it's time to put folks right. What's your reaction to that, Susie Barry? Oh, absolutely. Do you feel um, suitably chastened? I do. I feel really, <laughs> I feel really, yeah. No, I cause, but Sally, it's like everything, isn't it? You know, I can't imagine that your wine is anything other than amazing because you are so passionate. You're in a great part of the world to be growing Merlot. And I truly believe, I mean, I haven't tasted it, so I I, I can't comment on the actual wine. But, um, but you know, seriously, you deserve so much credit for what you're doing. And, you know, if you've got 100% Merlot, fantastic. It's going to be some amazing Merlot, isn't it? Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I think this is the thing. You know, we, 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 there is nothing worse than a bad Merlot. But we equally, we love a good Merlot. Oh, a good, I mean, it, yeah. It's pretty much like anything. The, the difference is that Merlot, you know, you, you need to be in the right place. You need to be doing the right thing and you need to be trying your hardest. And I'm sure that Sally is. So, you know, Bordeaux is a great place for Merlot. And, and think of it this way, you know, you can be the person to uh, to surprise people more than ever. We all expect Pinot Noir to, to taste nice. I mean, you know, those people who are saying they don't like Merlot very much, Merlot isn't their thing. It's true. Then fair yeah. enough, that's going to yeah. surprise them more than Pinot ever. Pinot can it's disappoint just like anything else. Um, but I have to say, you know, for me, Merlot is, is something I, I, I struggle with. Uh, and it just needs to be really, really good. Well, I think maybe Sally's is. Well, I look forward to it. You know, I think the key thing, Sally, is... Keep going, know, Sally. Do not we, give up, The last ever. thing we want you to do is dishearten you. So, you know, don't give up. Don't 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 feel bad. We are, you know, we had people shouting for Merlot. Yeah. If you make great Merlot, yeah, then, then fantastic. Then it will be good. Right. So we've got to move on now. So yeah. thanks to everyone for the questions. Um, and we've got two final ones two? to play with their clips. Two. Oh, I thought okay, we had right. one clip. <laughs> okay. What? So we've got, I'm just putting another one in here. Um, let's go. Oh. Let's go with this one right now. I'm Thomas Richards. And my question for my mum and dad is, why do they drink so much wine? <laughs> I can't believe you included that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, dear. I just wanted to play something to surprise you in our series one finale. There we go. You have. Um, you surprised me by thanking me. And now you surprised me with my son. Do you have an answer for our son? Uh, no. No. Okay, no, fine. I well, let's move do. on. Okay, so the serious question here, it comes from uh, Rebecca Hodges. Hi, Susie and Peter. I just wanted to say a huge thank you to you in general for your podcast. Um, it's been one of the great joys of my lockdown and I found myself looking for uh, cleaning jobs to do just so I have an excuse to listen to your podcast. I've just started learning about wine and or I've been interested for a very long time but just started learning seriously and I'm saving up for a set course. Um, but I just wanted to ask how you dealt with people perhaps perceiving you as pretentious um, regarding an interest in wine. I had an unfortunate incident at a restaurant recently after listening to your podcast on Lebanon, I just wanted to try a bottle of Chateau Moussard. And uh, fortuitously, it happened to be on the wine list of one of the restaurants I went to. And um, one of the traditions of my parents is to keep wine corks and put them in the fireplace. They'd love to do it. They've never bought expensive wine. But um, the waitress bought the bottle and I asked if she happened to have the cork and she'd thrown it away. And I said, oh, no, you know, don't go to the bin. <laughs> you know, she offered. I said, no, please. Um but she looked very sour-faced and decided to go anyway. Um, and I could tell she just thought I was uh, perhaps being a little pretentious or obnoxious, even just in trying to smell the wine before I drank it. 
and it might be silly because this is your profession so you might not have experienced it but I just wondered how you did if you ever have Thank you, uh, Rebecca. I mean, I, I think the answer is with wine, you know, we try and live by a simple rule, um, which which is you lo- just love it so much you kind of become unembarrassable. Um, you know, what's that famous maxim? It's like dance like no one's watching, um, sing like no, no one's, one's listening. listening. That's it. We'd add sort of something along the lines of uh, enjoy wine like no one's judging. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think there is always always the fear with wine, the, the kind of the... Mm. Well, not always, but I think frequently there's the worry that people are judging you. Um, but I think more often than not, when it comes to to people serving you wine, it can be the the person themselves that feels a little bit unnerved. If they maybe mm. a little bit inexperienced, um, they might feel a little bit unnerved, a bit insecure about the whole wine service, and that can then come across as as either a condescension or mm. or just a shortness or or seeming sort of judgmental which which may i don't know may have been the case with this particular yeah. waitress i, I mean don't we, know. we do I mean, one thing we do we we generally we do get tutted at quite regularly you know for <laughs> right. example when we ask for red wine <laughs> to be put to be chilled i'm not uh, sure we or, get tutted exactly well, but, but there is a certain look is you can sense a, exactly oh, really who are these people you know, yeah. who do you they know think or, they or are? if a wine's caught sometimes you can you can people yeah. can be just uh, but again it goes back to what you're saying that, that intimidation you know, that it's often the that them who are feeling a little bit yeah. unsure so it's not their fault it's just i think I mean, equally, thing with to be wine, honest, isn't it? to be honest, Rebecca, I think equally it can be the people you're sitting with who get embarrassed when it's something like a corked wine, which I've had so many times. You know, you know, whether it's a friend or a really good friend or children, or my family might say, you know, oh, don't, don't, don't say it, don't say it. But you think, well, well, no, they, you know. That nobody wants us to drink corked wine. So yeah. if, if it is, it is, and just say it. No big fuss, and hopefully a decent restaurant will just change it straight away. Exactly. I, mean, I think wine is about enthusiasm. It's about learning. It's about sharing joy and helping people actually, rather than anything else. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the way we've always approached it. And I think that we've yeah. very rarely been. You know, it's very, think, th- those experiences tend to be very rare. And it's best just to brush them off yeah. and keep smiling. You know, we need, all need to keep smiling in wine, being grateful, and stay enjoying passionate it. Passionate about it. You exactly. Know, you're Don't passionate. let anyone. I mean, I think doing the MW was a bit like that, isn't it? I think. Recommendation she's doing the WSUT, which is fantastic. Yeah. You know, I think doing the MW and doing the WST helps you in the sense that, you know, people, it's not just about the learning. It's not just about becoming, you know, the Nostradamus, the Galileos of wine. It, it's it's actually the opposite. It's learning to be humble and 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 learning to be a relentless enthusiast and learner and and, and, and not make letting a fool anyone of yourself exactly and, not letting anyone you know. uh, and knock you off your stride. You no. know, when you're doing the MW, you're regularly standing up in front of a room full of people you respect, respect and admire, and making a fool yeah. of yourself. So, yeah. um, I th- and I think, I think you know, loving wine should never be seen as as pretentious. And um, as long as you you know you have the right attitude and it's about sharing and 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 mm, helping people mm. understand wine, it's not about being superior or, or obnoxious or, yeah. or or snooty about it but it's think, just about enjoying it i think it. it reflects very well on you rebecca that you're you're aware of these things um and 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 i think that's actually yeah it, it, but but come on go for it don't yeah. don't don't worry and and enjoy your wine uh, you also uh, i'm just gonna end up by saying you asked for an episode on gruner fedlina or austria which we will try our hardest to do we'd love to do something we should like that, we, we should anyway yeah perhaps not right now because it's time to wrap up. Mm. Thank you again uh, for joining us on this wild ride through Series 1 of Wine Blast. It's been a total pleasure sharing it with you. It has indeed. So important to say that Series 2 is going to be starting straight away, so don't go anywhere. I've uh, got some very exciting plans to reveal, but essentially it will be more of the same. Uh, wine, chat, yeah, a bit of fun. More, more wine. wine. <laughs> 
Um, more wine. And then more wine. Uh, we've got some more questions on things like investing and collecting and other stuff. Too. Yeah, so absolutely. So stay tuned. If you if you've um if you were moved to leave a series finale review or rating on your podcast platform, we'd be eternally grateful, wouldn't we? Yeah. And if you'd like to ask a question, uh, like these wonderful people have done, please do so via SpeakPipe. Of course, you can hook up with us on social media too. Uh, we're Susie and Peter on Instagram or on Twitter. You are Susie Barry and I'm at Wine School. So if you'd like to join us, if you're listening in mid-November 2020 and you would like to join us at our Wine Festival online on the 28th of November, we would love, love to see you there. It's thewinefestival.co.uk and um, yeah, yeah, join in if you can. It's going to be lots of fun. Three-line whip. It is, really. I, we, we want everybody there. Mm. Either way, anyway, here's wishing you all many delicious glasses and until next time, cheers. <laughs>